I'm Lee, and joining me ever is Etsy's version of Ed Sheeran, the only man to enter a strip club dressed as Bowser and still somehow allowed around normal people. It's Callum. <laughs> you budget Keanu Yes, this is Callum, and I am back for another episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you for everyone, to everyone for joining us. So, first off, I suppose I'd better ask how you've been, Mr Callum. What's been going on? I think, first off, we need to address the bison's penis that is in front of me in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit... Um, Yes, it stands out. Uh, we will we'll post a photo to go with Callum's statement because otherwise it's a bit of a non sequitur. Yes. But we have, effectively, we don't have a pop shield. Or at least we're using one mic between the two of us so we don't have two pop shields. Yeah. Which for those of you who don't know much about sound recording, it stops plosives, which are your putter, so on and so forth, that throws air at the mic, and your sibilants, which are your hissy noises. To be... Exactly. So, lacking a pop shield, I have used a very thick sock. <laughs> thick and long, I think, are the two words I'd use. Well, that's the two words I <laughs> use as and well, and but I'm not talking about socks that's now. That's what I was about to say. No, that's not about Lee's... <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> um, it's, yes, it's, it's, um, it used to be a rollerblading sock. It's now a skiing, well, snowboarding sock. So they have to be very long for the very long boots. Yeah. So it's a very long, very thick sock. It's also an unfortunate shade of purple. So as Callum says, it does look rather like an appendage of a very large animal dangling between the two of us whilst we're trying to speak moderately seriously on occasion. <laughs> uh, but we will persevere. It's been a very long day. We're actually recording a little bit late. Yeah, We're recording a Sunday night rather than a Tuesday daytime as we usually would. Uh, we, we weren't able to get there on Tuesday, which is a bit of a shame, but that's fine. Yep. So we're both a bit tired and giddy already, and now we've got, as Callum described it, a great long fluffy bison's penis dangling down between us, which is not at all distracting. No, no. <laughs> so bison's penis aside, Callum, how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually doing really well. I've got two days off now, so uh, doing nothing, basically. Yeah. Sometimes it's important to take time to just do nothing, actually. People always feel like they should be doing something. Sometimes you just need Sometimes to Sometimes it's okay to do nothing. Yes. Speak to no one, do nothing. Have a bed day, as it were. I mean, you're not doing nothing for two days, mate, because we've got to record again in two days. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean. Have a, have a day off Monday. Yeah. No obligations. Fantastic. Enjoy it. And I also have Friday, Saturday off, because I've booked off, because my friend Gemma is coming down. Oh, lovely. I haven't seen in months, so we're going to have a night out on the town. Um, I remember last time we had a night out. I was with you guys then. It won't be this time. Yep. She lasted about an hour. She did, and she tried to keep up drinking with us. Us, not a good idea. We don't advise that. We always say drink at your own rate. Just always drink we're at drinking, your own pace. You don't have to drink. Yeah, she lasted about an hour, hour and a half, maybe two a push. Maybe two a push, yeah. And then we literally had to carry her back to her flat, which was good fun. Oh, I still, I think she still has my scarf. I think, I think she does. Yeah, I left it at her flat. Yeah. yeah. Like I think back. the funniest thing about that night is we cannot remember oh. the journey back to yours. We never have blackouts. No, I've, I've literally had three blackouts in my entire life. In all the drinking I've done, three blackouts. Which is very good. We both remember the evening up until we had to take Gemma back. We yeah. both remember getting her back. Yeah. We both remember being back at mine and drinking for another... Couple of hours playing poker. Probably more than that, mate. Yeah, but well, we, we finished drinking about six. Yeah, and we started drinking at six. Exactly. And we dropped Gemma off at about ten. Yeah, exactly. So another another eight hours. We remember leaving her flat, walking outside, and then 
pretty much playing poker. Neither, neither of us remember how we got back to my flat. No. So not only is it a blackout for me, which is very unusual, and a blackout for Callum, which is very unusual, it's for both of us exactly the same time, which still, to <laughs> yeah. this date, is inexplicable. I'm starting to wonder if we were maybe abducted by aliens or something. <laughs> something. <but laughs> if they did, if, if we were, we weren't probed too severely, so that's fine. I didn't notice anything anyway. <laughs> and I'm used to a probing, so I didn't notice no, no uh, sore area around the entrance. Lovely. Um, well, on that note, my doctor did say, where does it hurt? And I said, right around the entrance. And he said, well, as long as you call it the entrance, it's always going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Very droll. Well, moving on swiftly from that, uh, yep. what about you, Lee? Anything new? How are you feeling? Well, I am, I am very well, thank you, Callum. But before we get into me, I would like to go into some congratulations because we were talking last week yeah. about not knowing who our winners are. Yes. We know who our winners are. We, we do. We had three. Yep. Um, <laughs> so we had three. We had Jake, we had Christina, and we had James. Now, that's very exciting for us. The downside is one of those contestants, i.e. James didn't respond to us when we messaged him to say he'd won. No, he didn't. So congratulations to Jake and Christina. We have now sent the order off for your t-shirts. As soon as they arrive with us, we'll send them to you. Off our own backs, free of charge, of yeah. course. So congratulations to you both. James, you've missed it, mate. Sorry. But... I was about to say, James, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> James, you won. Like, you've done all the hard yards, you'd won. You've now lost. Sorry. Um... Do you know what the sad thing about that is? I know a lot of the people actually wanted to win to get the t-shirt and it's it's like you know but, what we'll say we're not going to re- redraw it that's what it is next time we'll yeah next time we'll be doing it again at some point so be sure to enter next time we do do a competition but congratulations to Jake and Christina congratulations and both. very excitingly for us Christina is because we were talking about wanting it to be someone from a foreign country Christina is in America so thank you so much for entering Christina thank you we would be happy whoever won but we're glad it was someone in another, in another country as well because that's just really exciting for us so congratulations to both of you. Again, as soon as your T-shirts arrive with us, we'll send them to you guys. And again, thank you for entering and yeah. for supporting us. Thank you to everyone who entered. Again, there will be more competitions in the future, so keep tuned. There will be more. You'll get another chance. And once we get them actually up on sale, obviously you can get one with your own hard-earned money if you like. We would love that. We de- definitely would. Anyway, on to how I am. I'm good, thank you, Callum. Life is all good. Work is worky. Life is lifey. Nothing too exciting. Nothing too awful. But I have been doing some reading, which keeps me entertained. Um, like I reading? Well, I, I Always find, a scholar. I find everything interesting. I can't help it. And I have been teasing you mildly with a fact over the last week or so, which, by your blank expression, I'm going to say you've forgotten about. I think so. You're a, a whole pool of interesting facts that you think they're probably never going to come up in life, but they might, but they're interesting. But at the time, you were, you were mildly baffled by it, so I'm going to hit you with it again. Which is that Queen Elizabeth II, oh, the Queen of England. Yeah. yeah, there we go, he remembers. So the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, is at the current point of speaking, both the fourth longest and the 14th longest reigning monarch in the world at the same time. How? <laughs> it's, how? You can't have both. Oh, she does have both, mate. It's got to be some sort of like glitch or some sort of... Well, I shall tell you how for... She is the fourth longest reigning monarch in the world at 70 years and 84 days. She's only actually now a week off of being third. So well done, Lizzie. You keep it up. Don't die in the next week, all right? <laughs> is that treason? I'm not sure if that's treason. Yeah, I think it's borderline, but... 
the amount of questionable ah. shit we've said. So. Very true. <laughs> and she is, on those dates, the Queen of Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. There is one more country, Mr. Callum, that she is Queen of. And when that country gained its independence, they effectively decided to just pick a monarch. And they picked Queen Elizabeth. And that would be Jamaica. <laughs> so she's been the queen of all those other countries I mentioned for 70 years and 84 days. Mm. She's been the queen of Jamaica for just under 60 years. Damn. At the same time. Yeah, so she's both. She's got two records in one go. That's because when we had the... Um, I, I kind of know a li- not a little bit about the monarchy thing. Is when we had the um, EIC, the East Indian Training Company. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when we had all that, they did a lot of runs through Jamaica and owned a lot of Jamaica in that. So. Well, I think we owned Jamaica until... I mean, we, England owned quite yeah, a lot of did. the world for yeah. quite... I mean, we at one point, the British Empire was the largest empire to have ever existed. I think it owned 25% of the landmass in the world. or something. Yeah. Equally mad. I yeah. mean... <laughs> It's it's so there's there's very few places that we haven't at some point uh, invaded or occupied or in other ways abused. Sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> so if you broke the entire world up into your flat, they'd own that corner. Yeah, 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 easy. And the rest is just the rest of the world. They don't that like, bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, the the British Empire was quite was large. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they owned a lot. But yeah, so she's got two world records at the same time of sorts. She's fourth and fourteenth. It's just weird how, how it works, isn't it? Like that, it's a what? Yeah, no, it's it's a bit mad, but it's yeah, it's it's interesting. I That's think it's interesting. interesting fact. Anyway. So I have, I mean, I have a lot of stuff that interests me, and I'd love to share all of it with you, but I can't share it all in one podcast. So you'll get bits and pieces mm-hmm. from time to time. I will share one of the facts which you told me, which I found really interesting. Yeah, and it was when you asked me, so Callum, how many knights do you think there are? Buried ah, in the world. Yes, I like this fact. And in England, how many knights are there buried in England? How many knights are buried in England? And Have I a little think like, to yourselves, folks. How many knights is in, not as in night and day, knights as in with a K. Yeah. How many are buried in England? And I thought, it's got to be a high amount. And I was like, I was like how many? And you were like, none. None. I was like, you're f***ing lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> There's loads. And why is that, Lee? It's because when you die, you cease to be a knight. You no longer serve your country. Yes. Or your... Absolutely. So once you're once you're dead, you're no longer a knight, you're no longer a sir, so there are no knights buried in England, if we're being technical. They were knights, they're dead. Exactly. Which I, I, mean, I found that quite interesting. It's possible some of them were buried while they were still alive, but even then, at this stage, they're dead. Yeah, but when um, they die... It's just... <laughs> when they die, it doesn't count anymore. I found that <clears> quite <throat> interesting, because you wouldn't think about it, really, would you? No, no, you wouldn't think about it, but it does, I mean, it kind of, well, I suppose it kind of makes sense. Because, like... You're a knight because you're serving your country. Yeah. And when you're dead, you're no longer serving. No, you're, you're f***ing useless. You're, you're good for moved. worms. Yeah. You're good for compost. Yeah. But other than that, you're El Zilcho. And there is one other thing I want to mention from our editing. Oh, because, yeah. this is a dig at me. This is a dig at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because last podcast we released, I said something about being very pleased with the segue. Yeah. Between... What's going on with us and what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Now, you took it fairly well in your stride during the podcast. I didn't realise at the time what was going on. Uh, when we were editing, we then went over that bit again. And you said to me something along the lines of, I, I must have missed when you made the reference about segues. Yeah. <laughs> it turns out, Callum, yeah. that you were not aware that a segue means a transition between one thing and another. Traditionally music. But yeah. No, it was more colloquially in like subjects and things like that yeah you thought i was referencing the little wheelie jobs that people go around <laughs> i did yeah <laughs> and i thought do you know what lee said that that segue is great i thought yeah i'll just roll with it yeah that's a really good segue pun not... intended exactly you'll just roll with it just roll with it Jeez. exactly 
Make you do puns all day, mate. It's really good, mate. Um, <laughs> really nice. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to be honest, mate. I thought that was hilarious. And I do now that you've explained what you're on about. I was just like, what the hell have wheelie things got to do with <laughs> what you just did? <laughs> oh, it's still funny. The only other thing particularly worth mentioning going on is that um, it entertained me anyway. Jody was not so amused. <laughs> We got a new cat litter tray for the cats. Yeah, okay. And it's one with uh, a lid on it. <laughs> so the idea is the cats go don't in. smell. They, they, it doesn't smell so much because cats go in, do the business, out they come, jobs are good. Yeah, pooed on top of it. No, 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 no. So Jody, Jody was thinking, yeah, and I, I can understand the thought behind it. Let's let's make the kitchen smell less. She got it all set, got it all prepped, showed it to the cats, sort of tried to put them in there, and then let them get back out and put them in there and let them get back out. And there was a real, there was a real sense of trying to be good here, um, because during the night, one of the cats, we think it was Owly, well, I, she thought it was Owly. I can't remember why. There was a reason. Uh, <coughs> on the bag of cat litter, <laughs> <laughs> because she couldn't figure out. She'd forgotten about the cat, the litter tray, because yeah. she was used to the big old open yeah, one. Yeah, so she could just. And she was trying very hard to be good, but she just weighed on the entire bag of cat litter, <laughs> and <laughs> ruined the lot. Yes, Owly. <laughs> And it's t- it was hard to be too. It was hard to be cross that early because you could see she was trying. The thought was there. Yeah. It was. This is this is the best I've got. This is cat litter. It smells like cat litter. I'll wee on that. But <laughs> the lid was in my way. All of the all of they've, the cat. They've shut the cat litter tray. It's not yeah, open tonight. All of, <laughs> yeah. So all of the cat litter was ruined, and we had to buy another bag. Nice. <laughs> yes, Ali. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Um, Jody, because it was her idea, did not think it was quite so hilarious. That's hilarious. You got a laugh at that. We've gone over it again with some slower introductions, and they are now using it properly. Nice. But, yeah, I thought that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much everything interesting going on in my life, Callum. Which is a bit, uh, Yeah, it's a bit depressing, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, to save me from, the, from contemplating the mindless tedium that apparently is my life now, how about we have a little look at what's going on? Let's have a look at what's going on. Would you like me to start off, Callum, or would you like to start us off yourself? Okay, I will start, and I'm going to go with... I won't go into too much detail on this, because there wasn't much detail to go on. That's fair enough. Are you ready? I'm ready, Callum. Fictosexual man who married hologram singer says, No family showed up to my wedding. (laughs) Right, um, even from the title, there's a lot to figure out. What's a fictosexual? A A fictosexual man is basically someone who has like an intimate role with a fictional character. Okay, it's so they're, made to they're attracted to make-believe people, not to real people. Yeah. Right. So he's obviously... F- well, I mean, is this what country is this? Uh, Japan. Of course. Obviously, Japan. it's Japan, you know. The... the country that invented wanking to cartoons is, of course, where the man marrying the hologram lives. Exactly. And so if there are any I'm, Japanese I'm... people listening, no offence, but you did kind of invent wanking to cartoons. You, you did. <laughs> so I'm not sure really what you're going to be offended about. It turns out, obviously... The guy's from Japan. Yep. He's he's married Hatsune Miku, a fictional computer synthesised pop singer. If anyone knows who Hatsune Miku is, um, fair enough. Um, put it this way, she's been on tour with Lady Gaga. You know who Hatsune Miku is then? No. No, I don't either. No, I um, don't, but I know who <laughs> Lady Gaga is. I know who Lady Gaga is, yeah. And he's apparently sad that no one turned up to his wedding. On a brief tangent, do you remember... You remember Jack, who was actually guested on our yes second podcast. episode. Yep. Do you remember when he first brought up Lady Gaga? 
not quite. He, it was one of those moments where you've clearly read it and not heard it because he was calling you Lady Gaga. <laughs> Just, yeah, Lady Gaga. You know like, Lady Gaga. It's like a bird call. Gaga. <laughs> uh, that's just Jack not being in tune with Jack. Jack is an interesting fish. He is. Okay, so sorry, I'm sorry. You were saying so. This man has um, basically married he, a hologram. He's basically been in a ten-year relationship with this girl. Hologram. Hologram. Sorry, this hologram. How, how do you be in a relationship with a hologram? I mean, is, I don't is even it... know how you talk to him. I don't. I they... think it's just a. Uh, he, does he does he go out and I, places with it? No, because she's a hologram. Like it's a. I, does he message it? Is that what it is? Is it some messaging thing? Is he being? Has he got some? I don't. I guess. I random guess it's representative. If, if we were to pull it down to the equivalent of a normal thing, is if you have like a sex doll, and you know people like talk to them, or people have relationships with cuddly toys. Uh, and things like that it's like well we had the woman a few episodes back who banged an aeroplane exactly I think it's like that and they have a one way yeah I suppose that must be right and so he married it and so he married married her after 10 years and was ashamed that none of the family turned (laughs) up to his wedding it's like which I get is a bit sad because that's his but it's like well what do you expect him to do turn up to what it's just you standing out in the aisle with what a hologram a hologram I just I'm I'm gonna It's, it's baffling isn't it I, I'm just thrown by how you have a relationship with a hologram. I think it's because when people are that sad and lonely in the world, they want something, even if it's not real, it's just... Well, I do... Sad and lonely is a difficult one, but I do, as far as I understand, there are some problems with introversion in Japan. You're expected to be sort of industrious and quiet and sort of keep yourself to yourself. Yeah. And there is genuinely an industry in Japan for hiring a best man for your wedding. Yeah. If you don't have a friend, which is... Yeah, honestly a little depressing. I mean, God knows we have our own fair share of societal issues here, so it's not like I can start throwing stones. Exactly. But I think there's some something going on with the culture that they're just there's some lack of encouragement for general socialisation. So I suppose, as you say, if you are isolated effectively, you kind of take what you can get. It's not. It doesn't need to be a two-way thing. Cause you can just because some people just need to unload. That is very true. So you true. can get home from day. Whether I mean, it everyone be needs a, to unload from time to time. Whether it be a blurb doll, a cuddly, or a picture of someone, or whatever, you can go back. Like, oh, this is my day. And just have a one-way conversation. It just makes you feel better. I can't say I do it myself because I don't. But I can understand. I the, bet you used to talk to your dog. I used to talk to Lily all the time. Yeah, I f- <laughs> loved it. It was great. Now she's dead. She <laughs> left me. The <laughs> <laughs> you, Lily. <laughs> You saved my life and now you f***ing ruined me and left me. <laughs> wow, that, that, that escalated <laughs> I'm quickly. I'm kidding. R.I.P. Lily. But yeah, I can understand it. And to be to be fair, just to throw it out there, Japan have also done a lot of really great ingenuitive things. Like, mm. for example, did you know if you're past a certain weight in Japan, you your employer yeah, is, responsible. is fined yeah. and you get mandated therapy. So there's a suggestion that your your employer should be looking after you and not letting you get yourself into that state, yeah. which I think we could do with more of in this country, let's be honest. Employers yeah. having to take a bit more responsibility for their employees. But that would never <clears throat> fly, well, it, would it? Well, it does fly in Japan, that's my point. Yeah. So you can say it, it never it fly, works. but it works in another capitalist I, I country. So Unless it does there's work. a legitimate reason, because sometimes there is a, a legitimate reason for... Yeah, but also but the notion times. that you have to have therapy to figure out what's going on with you to find out why you're letting yourself get like that. Exactly. Which I think is very interesting because I think fat shaming is not helpful. No. It's not. Making people feel sh** is it's just not helpful. It's it's not a good way to help people be healthier, feel happier, feel better. No. Making people feel ashamed. It doesn't work. No. But helping people feel better and healthier in themselves, there's, there's nothing, you know, that should be encouraged. 
it's not like they're saying, oh, you're a piece of shit, you're fat. It's Absolutely. saying, we've noticed this, here's the help if you need it. Yeah, so there Absolutely. is, that, you know, that's one thing, for example, just to even it out, that I think Japan have done really, really well. And I think that is one thing that Western society could definitely take a leaf out of. Both in helping people rather than telling them they're shit, and in holding employers a little bit more accountable for looking after the people they're responsible for. Exactly. But moving swiftly on, I suppose it's time for my What's Going On. Yes, Lee. Let's have a look. Let's have a gander. What have you got for me today, sir? Well, again, it's much like my last, uh, one of my last What's Going On is last week, which was potentially apocryphal. There are quotations in the report, so I have to establish that. I can't pronounce them. There are quotations around the word murder. So you're just taking it by a by a word, basically. It's, it's yeah, you're taking someone at their word, but it's a very interesting story, and it's quite funny. So I'm going with it. So <laughs> the two things go together. Murder, murder funny. quite funny. You tell me, Callum. Here yes. we go. Microwave tries to murder man after he gave it artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> there we go. How do you give a microwave unless it's like some supreme being microwave? Well, I'm going to give people the opportunity to check this out for themselves. It's a YouTuber called Lucas Risotto. Lucas Risotto. R-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O. You still named yourself after a rice dish, mate. Yeah. Mind your neck in. But, um... (laughs) uh, So that's the name of the YouTuber. He's got one of these voice-activated... Amazon microwaves or Google microwaves or... Some kind of voice-activated fancy Ah. Yeah. And put in a customizable. AI chip. That robot uprising right there. Robot uprising, mate. Making them think for themselves. Fitted his microwave with a voice-controlled AI in a bid to re- resurrect his childhood imaginary friend, Magnetron, which was... <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great <laughs> Magnetron. Which was, as a child, inexplicably, he concedes it's inexplicable, was, or lived in the microwave. Okay, yeah. So his childhood friend, as a child, was slash lived in the microwave. He was resurrecting this sort of little childhood memory... Uh, got this AI chip, fed it slash read it, the history he'd imagined for it as a child. So it was like a World War One veteran sort of oh. gentleman. Okay. Did all these heroic things and then spent all his childhood with him. Put it all together and he said that he was able to have quasi-realistic conversations with this microwave that responded as he'd imagined the imaginary friend would. It knew the things he'd told it because he'd told, it, he'd told yeah. them to it. So it all knew details about him that almost no one else ever did because you confide in your childhood friend. Yeah. Um, and then it would just throw out slightly eerie phrases of violence, saying things like revenge over and over, and roses are red, violets are blue, you're a backstabbing bitch and I will kill you. His initial thought was that he'd given it PTSD with the World War One thing. Mm. But then Magnetron, in a further step, asks Lucas to enter the microwave. Now, obviously, microwaves don't have eyes, don't have ears, don't have a sense of space. It doesn't know how big it is, it doesn't mm. know how big he is. Yeah. Lucas opens the door... Closes the door, the microwave door, obviously doesn't get any car, yeah. and tells the microwave magnetron that he's inside. Mm. And the microwave turns on. Damn. Yeah, the microwave turned itself on to try and microwave him to death. And when he asks him why it did it, it tells him that it's because he abandoned it in the dark for 15 years. 15 years being the time since he had this imaginary friend. So obviously he'd obviously told it, you're my childhood friend. And... Yeah. So if this is true, and again, pinch of salt, the microwave believed it had been abandoned for 15 years and just brought back for sort of... Nostalgia. Random reasons. Yeah. And tried to kill him because of it. Now, 
I'm not personally convinced that AI is that advanced yet. No. But then again, I'm also not privy to the way technology is advancing. And I'm not quite a Luddite. (laughs) But I also refuse to even invest in smart light bulbs. So I'm also probably the wrong person to ask. It's possible I don't know and technology has advanced that far. I know we haven't, well, obviously we haven't exactly got walking around robots yet. And if they're trying to microwave people to death, that's probably for the best. But... I have to admit, I have a mild dose of scepticism, but it's also kind of plausible. Yeah, it's definitely, well, there are walkabout robots. Most of them are done for, like, speech in the end. Yeah. At the minute, they're mostly done to show off what one can do, rather than because they're actually... What about, um, uh, rumbas? I love the notion of someone being killed by a rumba. Yeah, just... Oh, man, <laughs> if anyone has any information of anyone being injured by a rumba, please send it in. I would love to see the that. The funny thing is, I think rumbas by are rumba. the most dramatic robot ever. There'll be a step... And they'll literally be hanging off it. And they'll get an alert to your phone. Help me, I've fallen off a cliff. And you go and see it. It's just stuck on a little bit of... It's been a lip there. It's just stuck up like that. It's like, I've fallen off a cliff. It's like... Oh, that's brilliant. So, yeah, I've got a murdery microwave. You've had um, a man marrying a hologram. We're on a technology a technology binge today, apparently. We are, apparently. Do we have any more today, Callum? I do have one more. Is it another technology-related one? Um, yes and no. Yes and no. Because te- Technology is involved, but it's not to the same degree. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this, Callum. Woman rescued after falling in toilet while trying to retrieve phone at the top of Mount Walker in Washington State. <laughs> she... When you say falling in a toilet, yeah, I'm assuming we're not talking about a traditional little flush bowl. No, it's like, do you know... Um... Is it one of those big old shits? Pretty much. It's basically a <laughs> pit, which obviously has like a... It like lock, not locks it, but you just in it, and that's fine. Well, obviously she dropped her phone. What if you've dropped your phone in a pile of human feces? Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I would quite happily consider that phone lost. No. Would you she... want to hold it to your face after that? No. But she basically um, tried to lower herself down into this hole and grab her phone and fell in. <laughs> but she got trapped there. Because obviously the thing... It's a deep pit. The, no, but obviously the, the thing there like shuts with no one's... Oh! Like, uh. like one of the... <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, how, but I'm under the impression it like, just like shuts like the hole when there's nothing, that, no one there above it. Okay. So she's locked in this pit, as it were. In this septic tank, for yeah. all intents and purposes. Oh, that is going to stink. <laughs> oh, like, no. And it's like the woman was left feeling flushed after she was strongly encouraged to seek medical attention due to being stranded in exposed human waste. For how long? Um, it doesn't say. Oh. I guess until the next person wanted to use the... Uh... Well, that would be longer than that because then that person would just call someone. Mm. You'd have to get someone to come yeah, up exactly. and unlock Imagine the... that. Imagine that you'd be locked in a shit pit. you got your phone, but it's like... Who are you going to call? Do you get cell reception down there? Probably not. Hi, I'm stuck in it. Hi, I fell in the toilet. They're like, what? You try and call the police, it's like, yeah, I'm... Uh... It's like a prank call. He's just like, yeah, I'm stuck in a shit, I need help. <laughs> no, you're not. Hang up. That's what I imagine, anyway. But yeah, that's that's my second story. Fair enough. Well, I've got one more that's been sent in to us. Nice. Oh, I meant, I meant to say my one was sent in as well, sorry. Mine's been sent in by Carly, but on email. No, so thank you, Carly. Email. It's nice to see someone nice. still uses email. And this is an old one. It's one of the. It's, it's from 2015, so it falls under the oldie but goodie category. Yep. But I like this. Um... At the time, Germany were being... They, they've rather boosted their spending now, but at the time they were being mocked for not spending a lot of money to supply their army. Yeah. They weren't donating a lot to NATO, so on and so forth. The title here is German Army Paints Broomsticks Black to Resemble Machine Guns in NATO Exercises. 
What? Yep, they literally didn't even put live barrels, never mind live ammunition, on the box of vehicles they were doing NATO exercises with. They painted broomsticks black and stuck them on the front. <laughs> and why? Well, the quote from... Didn't want to spend the money on... I'm really going to butcher some German here, but an internal... No, an internal Bundeswehr... I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Report uh, said that the gun barrel on the GTK boxer's weapon system was simulated with a black painted broomstick because no barrels were available. They literally sent people to Norway for a NATO exercise and didn't bother to give them guns. (laughs) Yeah. Media reports in Germany noted that troops involved were lacking equipment, including night vision devices, pistols and machine guns. Spokesperson said the items weren't needed. No, apparently, presumably they um, cut them out of potatoes and blackened them with shoe polish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about military as a rule, but you know what? If you've chosen to send someone on a military exercise, maybe don't arm them with broomsticks. Well, blanks that expensive? <clears throat> yeah, no, blanks are too pricey and they're a bit too much like guns. You've got, you got to clear up the rounds still, mate. You've got to clear them up. Oh. Lace your broomsticks, you've got something to sweep up with. <laughs> Maybe that's what it's for. <laughs> Maybe everyone else was doing the shooting and the Germans were just like the, the cleaning ladies. Going <laughs> around <laughs> sweeping up after those damn kids in the army. <laughs> no. Anyway. I think that'll probably do for what's going on. So thank you so much to everyone who sent one in. But we are we're rabbiting on today. We're doing rather we well are, and talking, well, yeah. but not doing very well on keeping to our time schedule. So I think we'd better trot swiftly on to petty moans and wins. Petty moans and victories, yes. Yes. Wins. I've only got one today. I've only got one today, and mine is personal. Well, mean? I mean, per- by personal, I mean it's from me. No, it's not from someone else. Okay, my, my petty victory is me as well. So. Okay, well, do you want to go first? I'll go first. So this is my petty victory. In the uh, kitchen where I work, when, like, the KPs and that put everything away, I say... Do you know what? Do I have to get the f- diagram out? Do you know when you're a child and you put the square and square hole, triangle and triangle hole, and you put circle and circle hole, stack things where they f***ing go. I've always said that. I'll make it easier later on down the line. Well, one of the chefs at work, and she's terminating me. Oh, it doesn't f- matter, does it? I don't care. I'll just throw it anywhere. And then, it Helpful. turns out, this weekend, she had a meltdown and was like, oh, for f- sake, why is this stacked like this? Because all the jugs fell off the shelf. Like, do you remember when I said this to you and you told me to f*** off, you don't care? I was like, this is why. And she thought, nah, he's never going to use that against me. There you go. I don't say things for my health. I say things to make things better for everyone. Ah, fixing the world one jug at a time. Exactly. <laughs> Who would have thought a jug would give me so much satisfaction? <laughs> I'm sure there's a boob joke in here somewhere. We had the Queen's Jubblies last week. <laughs> and now jugs this week. Jugs falling on the floor this week. Yep. Yeah, that's my petty victory. What about you, Lee? Well, it's not quite so extreme. But as you will know, our listeners may not, Jodie is a big candle person. She loves candles. She does love candles. It's, it's borderline psychotic, but it makes her happy, so I don't mind. Yep. Anyway, earlier this week... Jodie bought herself some nice new candles, some pillar candles. You're the Our listeners can't, but you can see them just behind you there, Cal. Yeah, the ones, yeah. And she popped them on the side, lit them up. It was looking very nice. We had the light off, candlelight, lovely, romantic, whatever. So I say to her, it's about it's about 10 o'clock at this stage. I say to her, can you pop those on like a saucer or something? Or in one of the little, we've got yeah. a little glass jar things. Yeah. Can you pop them in one of those to stop them dripping? And she goes, it's fine, I've only just lit them. It won't be a problem. I'll get one tomorrow, but... Don't have to be fine. She goes to bed. I, I'm, I've got some work to do, so I'm keeping on, keeping on. Yeah. About an hour later, she's just drifting off to sleep, and I get to walk through and go, Jodie, what do you know that gets candle wax out of carpets? 
<laughs> it was melted through the side of the candle, dribbled down the table, along the table, all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, I should I probably should have been cross. I wasn't because I was <laughs> so satisfied. Yes. It was this beautiful I told you so moment. And as you can see now, Callum, and you can vouch for, they're now all on a little tray they're that she got the next tray, day. Yeah. And she scrubbed it clean the next day. You can't even be mad because it's like I told you so. It's one of those moments. It's you know, a, like, it was a real beautiful. It's like you I go, don't even hate to tell you why I told no, you so. I just told you so. You go through all smoke. Do you remember what I just said? That is exactly what I did. Yes. I went through in a very good mood, going, "What do you know of that gets wax out of carpets?" And she didn't have to ask why. She no, didn't. she knew at that stage. Like, nah. She knew. <laughs> so I got. I took great satisfaction from that. That was wonderful. I would as well. That, that's great. Pay victories, mate. Pay victory. Petty mate. victory, and that made my week. So I'm glad I could share that with all of you today. I'm sorry I'm losing my voice. But it's fine. We shall persevere. We don't have long left. And next, Callum, we get to move on to Tinderlines. We get to move on to Tinderlines. And you have a story that I have very much enjoyed. Uh, I do have a story. I haven't done much of Tinderlining now because they've changed like rules and that that you need to match before you can message. That's fine. Match some more people. Yeah. Well, have you seen me? (laughs) Yes, you're Callum, and you're looking much better for all the working out you've been doing. Thank you very much. But anyway, this this one is great. I was speaking to this one girl. I won't mention her shame her, but and I've had I've heard some nice things about you when you've been shaving as well. Uh, so have I. Apparently, I look better. I'm like, yeah, I don't look like a hobo. Yeah, so I don't look so much like Etsy and Sheeran. Lose the bum fluff. <laughs> yeah, it's just laziness. But um, I was speaking to this one girl for a few weeks. We'll get on really well talking. We seem to connect all that, and then she turns around to me at a, a no- few weeks. A few weeks. Oh, that's a long time. I was talking to, that's not loads, but you know. It's just, okay, like a couple of weeks rather yeah. than like five or six. Yeah, like two weeks. But it's still like for messing every day. It's still yeah. a fair bit. Yeah. And out of nowhere she goes, sorry, nothing's going to happen to us. We can't make a relationship. We can't do anything. It's just, it's just not working. Sorry. I was like, okay, that's a bit weird. It's out of nowhere. I understand. But can I just ask why? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, because you're a f***ing Gemini. <laughs> And then I was like, <laughs> I really wanted to respond. Yeah, that's fuck. That's fair. I understand. But I didn't. I had to. I was like, we've been talking for weeks. That info's been in my profile this whole time. And it's like, if you're judging someone based on their star sign, yeah, then I, what? And I've got no response. That's it. I understand. You're a fucking Gemini. I understand that people use it as some kind of personality. What are these people going to be like? How can they get on with them? Dismissing someone wholeheartedly because of their star sign strikes me as really stupid. But think of it this way. You got that red flag out of the way nice and quick. I did, but the way I see it as, it was on my profile from the start. So if she saw it from the start, she said, sorry, you're a Gemini. No problem. But then we were talking, we were talking yeah, about... So just, I found out a lot about her. She found she a lot just about me. couldn't get past the month you were born on, mate. It's not acceptable. I was like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask to be born. I didn't. I made, I made it through the condom. I made it through the morning after pill. <laughs> we didn't believe in abortion. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this podcast today. Oh, dear. And it's like, I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to be born in this month. It's just what I was given. <laughs> no, it's not acceptable Calvin. although to be fair reading Gemini and all that it's like it's pretty spot on there's a few things that are a bit meh but I'm like yeah, that's me fair enough so yeah that's, that's yeah, it for Tinder enough. anything else going on I know you're still chatting with a couple of people I'm, I'm still talking to a few people yeah but that that's it for like the, that's like the Tinder thing that I wanted to bring up because it's like I thought it was brilliant I, I, I can laugh about it now but at the time I was like what <laughs> okay I've been shut down because the month I was born I'm sorry. Well, hopefully you'll have a, a nice date with someone less mental. Hopefully. And judging by the time on the screen, Callum, 
we've potentially overrun a little bit so thank you very much to everyone who's listened to us rabbiting yes but i hope it's been as fun for you as it's fun for us we'd better go and how to contact us yes we better do and i definitely remember them off the top of my head do you not i do yes okay uh our instagram is espresso underscore babe underscore yep you can get us on email as someone has done this week at espresso.babe at yahoo.com and we are on twitter which is Expresso underscore Babe. Yep, we're on Facebook as well, which is Expresso Babe, a space between the two words. Join our group. Some of our competitions are going to be posted on there, so make sure you check it out. And we are on TikTok, all one word, at Expresso Babe. We are indeed, and other competitions will be on there. When we run one on Facebook, we'll run one on TikTok and vice versa. They will be separate, so be sure to check out both if you want a double chance of winning. Indeed, and I think that's all we've got time for today, so I thank think you. that's all we've got time for. Thank you, Mr Callum. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. And we'll see you next time. Stay happy. Bye.